Welcome to Some Would Say. Casual chats for curious people. Your weekly podcast hosted by us, Amelia Rose and Lara May, unpacking all things life from the arts to well-being, from work to play and hearing what others have to say. Can we ever do an episode without chiming in on our jingle? (laughs) Even when even when the music's not playing, you will just hear Amelia and I on podcast days like like all around the house. (laughs) Like adding adding music that's not even in the jingle, like turning it into a remix. It's the best, guys. It's still the best jingle to this date. Yeah, the fact that we're not over it is a good sign. It is. Just quietly. It is a great sign. Well, welcome to another episode of Some Would Say. Thanks for tuning in. Yes, thanks for tuning in. We've got a good episode yet again. Like, I feel like we say that every time. We're like, this one is a good one. <laughs> this time for, for real though. <laughs> no, I think it's, I think it actually will be... Very useful. Yeah, really useful, particularly, I feel like around the new year time, as exciting and like fresh starts and like new year, new me vibes, like is such high vibe energy. It's also really stressful for a lot of people, particularly myself. I found a lot of stress um, in this new year period, just not, I don't know, just feeling like out of sorts, I think. Yeah, definitely. And I think, ow, (laughs) hit the table. And I think that as a child, like the Christmas period, I mean, it depends on your upbringing, but like if you're fortunate enough to remember Christmas as a nice memory, like I think as you get older, you start to realise that it's not always about like yeah Christmas trees and tinsel and food. It totally. can, it's like, oh God, got to save enough money to buy presents, got to catch up with that family member that I see once a year that kind of really hate like yeah so many things to like stress you out yes there's so many elements I kind of can understand why my parents would always just feel kind of relieved once Christmas day was over yeah because it does have that element of stress to it definitely but also with everything going on and every man and the dog having COVID like it's also stressful for that reason as well and I think The real pandemic is people's mental health right now. The topic of today is all about stress and ways that we like to de-stress. But before we start with the topic, we are going to do our go on then, which is something we've been listening to, something that challenged us and something that made us feel good. This week I discovered, and I'm probably super late to the party, so don't laugh at me if it's not that new, but you know the new weekend song, Take My Breath? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm even later to the party. Okay, good. I haven't even gotten my car yet. Okay. Well, usually when someone mentions like a new pop song out, like the snobby part of me that likes to think I'm a little bit Indian alternative, which I'm really not, but like maybe just like 1% of me is, I'm like, oh yeah, no, I don't know that song. And I really don't. A lot of the time I don't really listen to mainstream radio, not trying to do my own horn, but I really don't. <laughs> anyway. Righto, Triple J. Yeah. <laughs> not even Triple J, like that, even Triple J. Triple J's done. I've outgrown it. I've outgrown yeah. Triple J. I was watching music videos and this 
song by The Weeknd came on called Take My Breath, total banger. Um, obsessed, probably played it about four times on the drive down to your place today, Amelia. Love that. Um, but yeah, it's like a real disco-y kind of That's party cool. pop tune. And he just always reminds me of Michael Jackson a little he bit. He does. Yeah. Yeah, so much. Just gets me going and I'm just like, oh, yeah. this is so good. Yeah, I really like The weekend. Yeah. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, so that really um, was a goodie. What have you been listening to? Uh, I have been listening to a show on Netflix called Manifest. It is so bloody good. The episodes are like 40 minutes long and I think the seasons have like maybe 16 episodes in each and I'm already up to season two. What? (laughs) Like halfway through season two, I've just been like powering through. And essentially it's about a plane that goes missing for five and a half years And when it lands, the passengers on the plane haven't changed. Like they haven't aged or anything. And for them, like up in the flight, it was as if they just had bad turbulence. Anyway, so they arrive and like everything's chaotic. Everyone's like, what the hell? Like you were meant to be dead. Like you've been missing for five and a half years. And it's all about their kind of like arrival and like what happens after that because they start hearing things and having like they call them callings Mm. and it's like your higher power like telling you what to do sort of thing and the thing is that all the passengers are connected and so they have to like almost like look out for each other and it's so interesting it's so good whoa and then like the story develops and then there's like yeah if you want to watch it I'm not going to spoil it for you but essentially that's like the whole gist of it and it's just all about their experience coming home and it's so funny it's like when you think about it and because I live near a flight path too (laughs) like every time I hear a plane I'm like is that 828 (laughs) that's what they call the plane like plane 828 um when I think about it, I'm like, imagine if that happened to you. Like, imagine getting back and everyone telling you, like, no, it's five, five years have, has passed. That would be the biggest head spin. So to crazy. say the least. <laughs> yeah. And, like, all, all these families had, like, moved on. All these people had, like, formed other couples and, mm. like, all this, like, so much stuff. Well, that's like in Castaway when he comes back and... His wife's like with someone yeah. else and that would be just, that movie made me feel yeah. goosebumps. This is what the same thing. I'm mm. so hooked. I'm just like, oh my God, I need to know everything. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. That is a goodie. Well, something that challenged me this week, many people might not know this, but I work um, part-time now um, with, uh, well, I work part-time and I have since COVID got really bad and I my business kind of collapsed the wedding industry and um and the entertainment industry just quietly love that for you (laughs) love that for me um and so yeah I've had a part-time job which I'm really grateful for I work three days a week um, for that and then work for myself the other two days um but I deal with very vulnerable people on the phones and considering just how vulnerable they are it's a miracle that this doesn't happen on the reg, but um, this particular person I was speaking to this week um, was just so emotionally manipulative and so like just 
knew exactly what to say to push your buttons and it's that whole like don't shoot the messenger type situation like yeah. you know if you have a problem with this situation here's how you deal with it but like, don't take it out on me this is this is the process and um, I could just tell they were just not having it and oh I just left that phone call like completely a, like a, a wreck like I was like oh need need to debrief right so that, that was a real challenge for me like most of the time you, you know you're trained to put up with it mm. but every now and then someone just gets you off on the wrong side and you're just like no nah. because you're only human you don't deserve to be spoken to totally poorly you know take it with a grain of salt but there's like a level where it gets to and you're like, wait, you're actually on the verge of abuse right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it's like, okay, I'm helping you. You can drop it now. Mm. Like I get that you're yeah. frustrated, yeah. but like there's no use in you carrying this along this whole conversation yeah. when I'm literally trying to solve your problem. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, that was that was a challenge for me. What, yeah. what challenge you, Meals? Um, like I was saying before, this time of year – And I know we did an episode on New Year's intentions, but like actually writing them down and forming those kind of like, I guess, solid intentions that I really want to aim for and like tick off this year really stressed me out and like overwhelmed me this year. And I think it was because, I don't know, a lot of my goals are around financial stuff as I spoke about in our last episode of 2021 and oftentimes in business that's really hard to control Mm. like saying I want to save x amount x amount per month it's like I'm dependent (laughs) on like customers coming in and like there's so many external factors it's not like I'm just getting a wage do you know what I mean oh yeah you there's no pattern you can follow to be like well I'll put this much side this much aside this week and this much aside next week. I found it overwhelming just because, I don't know, it was just a different um, like goal setting time compared to last year. I don't know if I'm doing this right kind of thing. Like am I, I feel like I don't have a clear vision if I actually can achieve this mm. because it's not like I'm getting a wage every week. It's like it's going to fluctuate. So that, it overwhelmed me. And it was like scary, but it also was exciting too. And I've heard a lot of people say recently, like, if your goals are scaring you, but they're also exciting you, then that's like usually a good sign. So just trying to spin it around and make it like a positive thing. Yeah, (laughs) roll with the motions. Yeah, exactly. Something that made me feel good this week. Um, If you've been following along, you'll know that... (laughs) Uh, I had to move house recently, quite unexpectedly, after a four hundred and thirty dollar um, rent increase per week that got thrown at us with about three and a half, four weeks to find a new place. So that was really fun. But in positive news, I have moved into a beautiful home um, with a lovely girl and uh, her two dogs, two border collies, which are the most beautiful creatures. I would never have said in the past that I'm like a big dog person. Like I don't not love dogs, but I'm not a, you know, the people who are just like obsessed. Mm. I don't make a big fuss about them. Like if I see them on the street or on the beach, like I'll like get excited and pat them, but like that's it. But I've literally, I think I have become a dog person like since like having them around in my face, like all the time at home and even in like four days and I'm just loving that so and it's just nice having that security again because there's nothing worse than not knowing where you're gonna live oh so stressful 
Yeah. Oh, that's good. It's because like when you live with dogs, you pick up on their little mannerisms mm. and it's like like a human, like you pick up on what they do and like where they go and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And you kind of feel like you know them in yeah. a way. So it's yeah. like, so true. oh, that's Charlie or like, oh, that's Billy, like my dogs. Yeah. The girl I moved in with, she styles things so beautifully and she's got a real eye for detail um, and and I just know <laughs> I've like brought in my own stuff like into my room and I'm like, right, well, that's going, that's going. I'm like, no one should view this. That's an eyesore. Like realising how much of my stuff I'm like, oh, I can't have that anymore. Like because <laughs> now I'm hyper aware because the space is just like a bloody European. I don't know. It's just <laughs> yeah. gorgeous. And I'm like, it's like you're at the Carlisle 24-7. Yeah, literally, I'm like, well, I can't buy Coles brand salt anymore. Like, you know. <laughs> how embarrassing. Yeah, how embarrassing. You need to go to Harris Farm and buy like literally a $50 salt. I know. I'll be at the Standard Market Company every week, like spending all my money. No, <laughs> jokes. But, but seriously, that's over. <laughs> Why did you feel good? Um, I have randomly started to receive heaps of accolades for, um, my happy days flip book, just super random. And I think it's like just a nice reminder for anyone listening that supporting a little business never goes unnoticed. Like Mm. I see every little tag or every like mention everything like that. So if you're loving something at the moment and you know that maybe you got it from a market or like a random store, like don't hesitate in tagging them because you never know what that will do. You may have heard of the term fight or flight. And in recent times, it's actually got another little additive in there and it's called the fight, flight or freeze response. And this is like a typical example of a stress response. It's your body's response to an acute or short-term or sudden stress. But I think the issue with this stress response is now we're constantly living in that state. Like it's no longer just an acute response to a tiger coming at us. It's like a ding of your phone, a like notification going off, an email coming in, uh, your partner saying something to you in an off tone or like – there's just like constantly um, stresses that we've never had to deal with before and our body's in this constant state of fight or flight. So stressful situations can release a surge of hormones in our bodies and a tiny part of our brain known as the hypothalamus reacts to a stressor by sending out signals that trigger production of stress hormones, adrenaline and cortisol in particular. Adrenaline affects things like your vital signs It increases your heart rate and may raise your blood pressure, plus it gives you an energy boost. And cortisol can also give you an energy boost, but it slows down some things. It puts certain functions like digestion on hold to wait until the immediate stress has passed. Yeah. It's sorry (laughs) to interrupt you there. I got so excited. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's almost like it it prepares your body um, for- To run. To run. and, And that requires shutting down certain parts of you so that it's only using what it needs to function. And so you can imagine like if you're constantly in this state of fight or flight, you can imagine there's so much happening to your body, like your digestion might not be that great and you're just living your ordinary life. Reducing stress is so important for Mm. so many aspects of your life. And 
we've found some tips that help us um, and by no means are we experts at all but I think it's just nice to hear from friends what they do. Yeah and on that note if you do feel like you have some serious um, stress issues, uh, it's definitely we, we do always recommend going to see a professional to talk about this, maybe getting some counselling services to assist. So the first tip that I have that I use all the time to re- reduce my stress is taking massive belly breaths. And I like to do a breath pattern that's I think it's called the square breathing technique or yeah, something I think it is yeah and so you breathe in for four counts and then you hold at the top for four breathe out for four and then hold at the bottom for four as well and then you restart and the power of the breath at switching from your parasympathetic nervous system to sympathetic is that right I, I, I always get confused between what's what. Basically getting you out of fight or flight um, is insane. And it's one of the quickest ways and like best tools you can use to really help your central nervous system relax. Yeah, I definitely have benefited from that square breathing method many yeah. times. And it's a good one to do while you're meditating or even yoga or even like if you're sitting at your desk and an email comes in and you're like oh my god I'm so overwhelmed right now just you can do it anywhere like that's Mm. the best part you don't even have to close your eyes you can like just breathe yeah (laughs) even as like a reset like if you if you're transitioning from one activity to another and you feel like you just need a moment you can just do it for like two rounds of it yeah and then that's like a little transitional reset into the next activity. Yes. And I swear you notice a massive difference. Like it's, it's one of those things you can talk about it till the cows come home, but like if you actually try it, it works. It does. It really works. Yeah. It's the best. Because our breath like oxidizes like the rest of our body. If you're not breathing properly, like, and we all probably think we're breathing properly, but when you actually break it down, so many of us shallow breathe and we're not getting those deep breaths that get the blood circulating all throughout to make the rest of our body function. So mm. defs, breathe. <laughs> That's my hot tip. <laughs> number one tip, breathe. <laughs> <laughs> Keep breathing, guys. <laughs> That's <our> number one. <laughs> okay, what is your first tip, Laz? Uh, my first tip, I have been using this tip for years and it was especially helpful during uni when I had no money. Student massage clinics are amazing. They're much more affordable than going to standard massage practices and they're pretty good because they've had enough training by that point um, to, to sort of know what they're doing. It's still a bit of a Russian roulette because some of them are really shit <laughs> and then some of them are awesome. But if you're wanting like a regular massage mm. um, once a month or even once a fortnight, depending on your circumstances, it's a really affordable way. I think I paid like 30 bucks for an hour. Just to know that's coming can be really relaxing. Mm. Well, they say touch like a great relaxer, mm. like that physical touch, especially if that's like your love language as well. Definitely that. And also the release of toxins after a massage. And they always say drink a lot of water before and after. Um because so it flushes everything flushes out. it out. Yeah, that's a great tip to stay consistent with massages mm. and like see the long-term benefits, not even just for a relaxation sense. Like yep. regular massages are great for overall health, mm. not just 
for relaxation, you know? Yeah. I mean, if you're lucky enough to have a, a partner or a friend who will do will <laughs> fill that role for you, can't say that we'll, <laughs> we'll happily give massages on the reg. But Bitch is a bloody hairdresser and he doesn't give me head massage. Oh. Like, what the hell's going on with that? <laughs> nah, we've got the rule where, like, you know, we'll never give each other one in the same night, like, because it's not fair if you've just gotten relaxed and then you have to, like, serve someone yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. So you'd rather be the second person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, funny. What's your second one? My second one is a practice that I learnt many years ago and it's something called brain dumping and it essentially allows you to get everything that's in your head and that's consuming you onto a piece of paper and it's also a little bit therapeutic because you're writing and I find like if you're someone like me and you like journaling and that kind of relaxes you, then this can be also therapeutic to just get everything out And oftentimes you'll look at the piece of paper and be like, oh, it's actually not even that bad. Like you build up so much anxiety in your head and stress in your head that once you see it on a piece of paper, you're like, oh, that's fine. Like, why Mm. was I stressing about this? Yeah. So it's a good double whammy and it's practical. Like you can do it wherever. On that brain dumping topic, I've always heard people say that writing down your to-do list before you go to bed is way better than doing it when you wake up because Mm. you write down and get out of your head what's needed for the next day. So you you might sleep better because you're like, you're not stressing about it as much. You already know what the plan is. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm. Well, you can kind of just wake up and start your routine if it's already written. But if you wake up, you're like, oh, I've got to think about what I'm doing. Yeah, so true. So that in itself, I think. That's why routines are so good. Yeah. Rituals. I think something to take away from like, and we haven't even finished yet, but like something to take (laughs) away from all this is that stress can happen so mildly and add up and like doing these little things can um, reduce it. And I think we all think we need to just meditate and do yoga to reduce stress, stress, but like there's so many ways to do it, like eliminate it as like a big picture. As a whole, yeah. As a whole. My second tip for reducing stress is having a really good quality magnesium powder on you handy. It depends. You probably should talk to your practitioner about how often you should take it, but I try to take mine morning and night. You just drop it in some water, stir it around. Yeah, it really helps with stress response and um, muscle relaxation. So a lot of athletes use magnesium. It's kind of that same concept of having a magnesium bath. Like you can get Epsom salts and do it that way it's that same kind of muscle relaxing sensation <laughs> yeah right I didn't um, know that yeah um but yeah taking magnesium as a supplement is really good and a lot of people are, are deficient don't even realize mm. it's really good before bed especially if you struggle with insomnia or any of that um so that is a really good one make sure you get a good brand because there's a lot of crap out there let me tell you my naturopath used to give me a It was like a complex um, supplement that had like a super high dose of magnesium and a bunch of other stuff in it as well. Mm. But recently I've been taking Moon Milk by Naked Harvest and the levels of magnesium, like I'm not going to lie, they're not like therapeutic levels Mm. kind of thing, but it's still great to get that in your system and it's friggin' delicious. Like it's a hot chocolate. So it's a nice little sweet treat before you go to bed. 
Um, I'm totally drinking one right now. Yeah. <laughs> Not sponsored, but you can use my discount code yeah. if you want. <laughs> uh, um, and on the magnesium wavelength, there is heaps of research to say that going for an ocean swim ha- um, will allow you to absorb like super high levels of magnesium and a bunch of other minerals as well. So if you live near the ocean and you can go for a swim uh, before you go to bed or like, you know, dusk sort of time, maybe not like <laughs> out at night, midnight, <laughs> um, it can really help you sleep and relax. Yeah, well, I have no doubt that the ocean is full of good minerals because we all, we all know that feeling of jumping out of the sea and just feeling a million bucks. Yeah, totally. Okay, my third one is... It's all about reframing things and working on changing your perception. If you have ever heard of a doctor, her name is Dr. Libby Weaver. She has awesome resources that you can listen to. um, And she's also got heaps of books that are all about holistic health. One of hers in particular is called The Invisible Load. And a like this book in particular is kind of all about fight or flight response being this constant thing in our society now. It's not just this bear coming towards us. It's like all these different factors affecting us and building up a load on our body that is affecting not only like our stress levels, but also like our hormones and just a whole bunch of things. Anyways, she speaks a lot um, around building up scenarios in our head for example like your boss messaging you with an up with asking for an update on x y or z um, project that you're working on and instead of us just taking it for what it is and like just being like oh yes like this is going well or like whatever giving the update oftentimes we dramatize why they're asking this um particular question and it might be things like oh my god maybe they don't think I'm like good enough or maybe they (laughs) don't think I'm doing a good job or maybe they think I'm lazy when in reality that's not the case at all yeah and so yeah a process that helps me reframe things in my mind and change my perception around stressful situations that aren't actually meant to be stressful but because we've got all this load on us all the time like this little thing will tip us over. Something that allows me to reframe is journaling. And I know we've talked about this so many times. Journaling has just been such a good way for me to unpack what I'm thinking. And I don't really journal every single day. It's something that I do. I can kind of like read my body now and go like, oh, I need to like just write because I just feel super tense and like I just need to get it out kind of thing and then other days I'll be like no I feel fine like I don't feel like I need to Mm. do this yeah um and yeah it's just been really great for me to unpack situations in my head and kind of like almost like console yourself to be like okay that that's not what is actually happening right now. Like my boss is just asking for an update. They're not saying that I'm the worst person in the world. Give it a go. (laughs) And if you don't know where to start, maybe finding some journal prompts online. You can even just Google anxiety journal prompts or like ways to journal prompts to de-stress or something like that. There's so many free resources um, or there's heaps of like 
books that you can buy too that um, you can journal consistently every day. Another tip that's helped me to reduce stress is learning how to remove clutter from my life. The more you have, the more you have to clean up, basically. And I think it was Marie Kondo who like came into the world a few years ago, not literally, but like... Netflix. Yeah. And I think it's the magic of tidying up or the art of tidying up, something Mm. like that. She believes you should only keep things that spark joy in your life and everything else can... See you later. It's easy to find what I want to wear because I don't own a million items. Mm -hmm. Those little ways of reducing stress by like decluttering your life. And um, yeah. It's like the art of minimalism or something, isn't it? Exactly. I was going to say that before and I forgot. There's a really good doco actually on minimalism. Um, I think think it's called The Minimalists. And yeah, it's, it's that whole thing of just reframing what do I actually need versus what do I want and how much happier you can become when you strip back all that excess crap in Mm. your life. Yeah, totally. And there's nothing better than like cleaning your space. It's like an automatic shift. It's like you're moving energy around. You're like, yeah, you're creating like more positive energy. Yeah. 100%. 100%. It's like when you tidy your room before you go on holidays and then you come back. Yes. And, it's and you're like, oh, thank God I did this. Yeah. But at the time you're like, oh, I just can't be bothered. And it's so easy to walk away from that. It's been like, fuck this, I'm on holidays. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't want to do this right now, but it's that favour for future you. Yes. And even like, um, I don't know if you're like this too, but often when my space is messy, I struggle to think. Like I need, even this morning, like I vacuumed, I like tidied everything. Because if my house is messy and we're doing a podcast, like I'll really feel like uninspired and just like, I can't be fucked. I don't know. It's cleaning your space. It does such good things for like your motivation levels and just feeling inspired and feeling like you can conquer your stresses too and then not letting them like consume you. 100%. And my last tip that I use to reduce stress is doing forms of gentle movement. And I know a lot of people speak about exercise as a form of, I guess, like looking after Punishment. their mental health. Well, <laughs> no, I was going to say that. Um, people speak about exercise as being part of a mental health check. And that is like so awesome. But it's also really important to remember that exercise, particularly like high intensity training and like hectic forms of exercise is actually a stress on your body as well. Mm. So this is coming from my naturopath, like doing gentle exercises that focus on breath, especially how we said before, like breathing so important. I really love Pilates and Laz, you really like yoga. Um, Or even just as simple as going for a walk. We've said this so many times. But going outside and breathing like fresh air, just going for a small walk or like, you know, moving your body and moving the energy in yourself can just do wonders. And um, even stretching Changing your on perspective the as well. Yeah. That's, I think that's one of the biggest parts of our walks. It's, it's not just the fact that you're pumping blood through your body. You're literally just stepping out of your head and into your body And you're seeing that, oh, the world still exists when I'm feeling shit. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. That brings us to the end of our stress-reducing tips for y'all. 
We hope that it helps you guys. As always, make sure to leave us a review, subscribe, tell your mates, pass it on. Bloody <laughs> share it on your gram. <laughs> do what you need to do. Do whatever. Just go off <laughs> and treat yourself. Go on then. Do it. <laughs> we as dare. some would say. <laughs> we are the worst. We are so the worst. Thanks again for listening, guys, and we'll chat to you next week. Thanks for listening to today's chat. If you loved what we had to say, hit subscribe, leave us a review and find us on Instagram at some would say podcast. Talk then.